Hi, everyone. Welcome to a brand new podcast, the Thurston Talk Podcast. My name is Philip Kerrigan. I am here to walk you through all of the really neat things that are happening here uh, in Thurston County. It is an amazing community. It's a fast-growing community with a lot of life. Uh, And this area really needs a podcast that talks about the important things that are going on in this part of the state. So uh, I have been a Thurston County resident for um, more than 20 years now, and I've seen this place grow and change and become totally a different face than it was before. And what we're doing here to talk, what we're here to talk about is all of the really cool things that Thurston really is all about. Thurston Talk is... Uh, a place where folks it's really like a news hub and so um, what we'd like to do is take some of the news stories you see and some of the blogs you see from Thurston Talk and expand it into podcast form because you know all the kids are listening to the podcast these days (laughs) it's not just going to be me talking at you the whole time I actually will have guests that'll come in here and talk about the different events we have in a couple weeks for example we've got uh, the folks from the Tumwater uh, Brew Festival coming in things like that we'll talk to to the Olympia Downtown Alliance, talk about shopping during the holidays. So all sorts of really neat things that uh, make this community really cool. Today's guest is actually, you know, what is your position? <laughs> what Are you oh, like thanks, the uh, editor-in-chief? Yeah. Well, I, I uh, am the uh, chief executive officer there and founder is. of Thurston Talk. The founder of Thurston Talk, Dan Jones. Dan Thanks for hopping on your first podcast. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> Philip. I appreciate it. This is going to be a great experience. Yeah. So is this is this the first podcast you've ever done? Uh, let's see. I have been interviewed for different podcasts along the way, but it definitely is the first podcast that Thurston Talk directly is doing, mm-hmm. uh, where we're engaging with community leaders uh, and then sharing uh, that information back to our Uh, listeners and readers which i think is really that is really exciting because i think one of the things that you and i talked about when when uh we were first coming up with this concept was that there's podcasts everywhere and they're all talking about big giant issues Mm -hmm. but there are very few podcasts that are talking about the issues that affect us every day absolutely absolutely well we've seen you know as as the media industry has evolved at a local level the eyeballs have been spread out across all these different avenues. Right. And uh, so what we're working toward is to uh, create a product, a platform where our leaders and the information that uh, community members would be really interested about are able to access it and get to them. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's a really new way, cool new way Mm -hmm. of doing this. Uh, Dan, let's talk a little bit about uh, you and Thurston Talk. Sure. So can you give us a little bit of a history of sort of Thurston Talk and how you came to uh, start the organization? Yeah, sure. So uh, back in 2000, I actually moved from the Seattle area to um, the Thurston County uh, community and noticed uh, through that experience uh, that the, you know, as I mentioned, the media industry was evolving Yep. and there was disruption taking place. Yeah. And so we were able to uh, focus on the positive things that are going on with commu- in the community and create uh, text-based content originally, a lot of photography, to grow an audience base uh, that now I believe is the largest uh, in this community yep. in the social media and digital world. Uh, so, yeah, just really leveraging and, and 
and creating a product that brings people together in the digital world yeah. um, and focused on, as you mentioned, not on these big, broad topics, but really community centric. Mm -hmm. So, you know, to be a Thurston Talk reader, for example, you're either going to live, work or play in this community. Right. That's why you would be a reader. Right. Right. And you mentioned it. One of the interesting things is um, the changing in the way people got their news. Mm -hmm. Right. Because everybody remembers the Daily Olympian. It, it, was, it was the building on Bethel and, and they and, you know, they produced a daily uh, yeah. newspaper that in its heyday was robust. It mm -hmm. was really I mean, it was actually a really high functioning newspaper. Yes. And of course, the industry completely changed in, yeah. the, in the early uh, 2000s. Mm -hmm. um, can you talk about um, why you thought that th that like Thurston Talk could work? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, just at a bare bones level, we from the tech world, I come out of the tech uh, world. And as an engineer, we would say IP everywhere. So Internet protocol everywhere. Yeah. And what does that really mean? And, you know, to, to bring that into the real world. Um, we were saying that before there was iPhones. Oh, before wow. there was, yeah. you know, And iPhone came out in 2007. So when that happened what we believe the team that we had put together believed that the eyes were going to end up on these phones yeah uh, once they were connected to the internet so we actually have in our office a uh, pocket pc that wasn't connected directly to the internet as we see with our mobile phones today mm -hmm. but when we saw that actually bought it it's still in the box sitting there as that's the paper of the future yeah uh, and i believe it was like 2007 summertime a uh, buddy of mine came out to Westport and he had an iPhone for the first time. And I remember doing the pinch and zoom, yeah, and I was like, oh, man, <laughs> that's going to be the delivery mechanism for content. Yeah. And so that was the catalyst for us to then launch. Now, we had the 2007, 2008 kind of uh, recession mm -hmm. financial situations. And so then in 2010, we launched Thurston Talk when the just the environment was friendly for it yeah and one thing that i've noticed really about thurston talk is it it really felt like word of mouth mm -hmm. got this thing spread it was mm -hmm. super organic very organic uh, and now i mean to to have the followers that you have on facebook mm -hmm. right uh, that's where people literally started to get their Thurston County information. Yeah, absolutely. So we used social media as our marketing engine awesome. right, to get the word out there and create that word of mouth, as you mentioned. And then we've taken that model now from Thurston County and we've expanded it with the holding company, North America talk. Mm -hmm. And we're in 17 other communities across Washington and Oregon. now. That is so, so cool. That is so cool. Yeah, very exciting. So, uh, the biggest thing we're going to do with the podcast as, as I mentioned, is we're going to sit down with folks, talk with uh, talk with people, the mm -hmm. people, organizations, and events that are here in Thurston County mm -hmm. that are big. We're going to talk about some of the issues here in Thurston County. It isn't. This is not a gotcha podcast. Uh, this is an informational podcast. We're yes. trying to deliver information to people here in Thurston County, yeah. uh, here in the Olympia, Tumwater, Lacey area on things that we think that you would actually genuinely be interested in. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I've had the opportunity 
um, through this experience to sit at the table with a lot of the leaders that are guiding our cities and county and major events and having a real impact, uh, the nonprofits in our communities, um, and to give them, those leaders, the opportunity to share their visions, missions, what they're up to is going to be extremely valuable for our community. Yeah, absolutely. A final question to you, Dan, as we as we close out and we kind of actually we actually we're not really closed now. We're open it up. This is the front. Uh, yeah. Uh, as we get this whole thing started, what is it that you love about Olympia? I mean, you, you have been here for how long? Yeah, I've been here since 2000. Um, I grew up out in Grace Harbor, so I definitely was familiar with so you the, know, Olympia the area. area for sure. Um, you know, I think when people, you know, when I'm talking to people about how great Thurston County is, you know, the, the community, the people um, are amazing. And I roll it all up into it's easy living, right? It's just easy living, living yeah. in Thurston County. Yeah. Um, stuff is close by. And then, you know, we have a, you know, especially with our kids being in school, we have a really good network of just people that Mm -hmm. we've been able to connect with as well as in the business community, being part of the Thurston County Economic Development Council. Um, Just, a real good network of individuals to work with. So that, that's what uh, excites me about Olympia. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Dan, thanks a lot for, for chatting a little bit on your, your podcast, the Thurston Talk podcast. Uh, as we continue this journey with the different folks we talk to, we hope to have you back in. We hope to have you talk a little bit about more of the stuff around yeah. here. No, absolutely, Phil. And I really appreciate it. And I'm really looking forward to this journey. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Dan. Today's episode of the Thurston Talk podcast is brought to you by Olympic Sotheby's International Realty. Olympic Sotheby's International Realty was founded in 2005 as the Green Realty Group and has been proudly serving home buyers and sellers in our community ever since. With more than 45 brokers and a team of dedicated full-time staff, Olympic SIR is here to help you with your real estate needs in Olympia and beyond. What sets Olympic Sotheby's International Realty apart is that you are not just another transaction to the brokers here at Olympic SIR. Their focus is spending time with you so that you feel comfortable throughout the entire real estate transaction. The motto of Olympic Sotheby's International Realty is as unique as the Northwest, and they live this sentiment every day. Their brokerage was founded locally and houses people who care about their community which means you will have an advocate you can trust. Find an agent or start perusing local properties today at www.olympicsir.com and make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram. And now, back to the show. All right, welcome back to the big show. We're uh, sitting here now with the founder of Olympic Sotheby's International Realty, uh, Jim. Say hello to the people. Hello, people. <laughs> this is this whoever's is, listening. Yeah, right? that's right. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Jim Green uh, is, as I said, is the founder of Olympic Sotheby's International Realty, the sponsor of the Thurston Talk podcast. Thurston Talk is super proud to be partnering. Uh, with Jim. So what we wanted to do is talk a little bit about uh, basically who uh, you are, Olympic Sotheby's International Realty, but then also talk about like this partnership and, and why you decided to dive in to something like this, yeah. which is really centered around the community. First off, can you talk a little bit about uh, your history with with this place? 
and uh, a little bit about the transition. Yeah, so I started a real estate company back in 2005. It was called Green Realty Group. Um, and over the probably the last 17, 18 years, I've built up a what I consider to be kind of a local independent brand, um, you know, essentially a community type minded real estate brokerage of very successful brokers. And uh, this last year, I decided to take a leap and franchise the company with a international brand, Sotheby's International Realty. Yeah. People thought, what are you doing? <laughs> um, and, and, I, and I get that question. Um, people thought that I was going to retire. They yeah. thought that I was selling. They thought that I was getting out of the business or whatnot. And, and none of that um, was the, the reason why I did this. I ended up um, over the last couple of years just trying to discern what green realty group was going to look like in the next five to 10 years. And just with what's going on in the real estate market, what's going on with brokerage houses throughout the country, um, just how agents, what type of services agents are looking for, for from their brokerage house, I had to start making some pretty uh, big decisions, knowing that the market was going to probably not be as active right. as it had been over the last couple of years. And I, I just said, there's, I'm going to have to change. I'm going to yeah. have to do some things that are going to change things up to still be relevant to my brokers, be relevant in the community. So I ended up researching all of these different real estate brokerage franchises, and there was only one that I, at any time I ever th considered doing, and it was with Sotheby's. Yeah. And, I, and I think it's because Sotheby's aligned with what I had always tried to create with my own local brand and their, how they, their culture, um, how they present themselves, their marketing, their level of service, um, their platform of service. I call it the white glove service level. Right. I just felt like Sotheby's spoke to me better than any other franchise out there. So I ended up here this last May to take the leap to join their franchise, um, their, their network. I am a locally owned independent company, so I'm not part of corporate Sotheby's International Realty. Right. I am a, an affiliate, and which allows me to have the same autonomy, the same um, role that I had as the owner-designated broker of Green Realty Group. And that was, that was key for me because I just know that I am in a very local community right. that's very community-minded. They care about dealing with local people. Mm -hmm. And so it was very important for me to still have that autonomy to become still the local real estate company, even though I have a backing of an independent, or excuse me, an international brand yeah um we still are very localized right and there's a few companies here in thurston county that albeit they have franchised with national franchises they're still considered a local company right. and they're known as local and i i wanted to have that same experience and i figured what it's going to take for us to do that was making sure that all of us here at olympic sotheby's international realty are still ingrained in the community we still are part of the community we still are involved with different civic organizations different nonprofit boards different businesses here in town so everything that even though i'm going to market myself as this international brand uh, it's going to have a local feel and it's going to still deal with the local community here yeah, yeah, it's like uh, the brand may change and some of the things that you get may change, but one thing that people will notice, number one, you kept the tree. 
I did. That was that was a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's kind of actually kind of a funny story. I when I first started Green Realty Group, I had a local public relations marketing company sit with me and talk a little bit about how I wanted to brand Green Realty Group. And one of the things that they considered was this icon, the tree icon, yeah. which is obviously a, a you know pretty well-recognized icon, uh-huh. especially being here in the Pacific Northwest. Everybody knows that we have a lot of trees here. Yep. And so when I branded Green Realty Group, everybody started recognizing Green Realty Group when they saw the tree. And it's a very specific-looking tree. And they were... It, it was a really cool way to get a top of mind awareness out there in the community just by having this tree. Well, when I decided to franchise with Olympic Sotheby's International Realty, um, I went to them and said, hey, I really would like to be able to continue the use of that tree icon. And they went down a very long process <laughs> and uh, finally came back and said, you know what? We think that's a great icon and we think that actually is something that you should be using. Yeah. And go ahead and start using that in your brand core materials. And so we ended up keeping the tree, which if you were to ask all of the brokers here at Olympic Sotheby's International Realty, I would say almost every single one of them says, yeah, we need that tree. Yeah. So it, you'll see it. Um, the only real difference is, is you're going to see a name change mm-hmm. and you're going to see a different color. Yeah. So we're no longer the green and white. We're now a blue and white. Yeah. Um, and we have Olympic Sotheby's International Realty. The reason why I chose the the uh, Olympic name was just because, again, I want to really key in on the Pacific Northwest, the Olympic Peninsula, uh, anything that has to do with the Olympic Mountains. Mm-hmm. We we essentially service uh, all of these areas that concentrate on this whole Olympic Peninsula. So I just thought it was a it was probably the right name to call us at the time. Uh, and I think it works well. I think yeah, when you see the definitely. tree icon with the word Olympic next yeah. to it, I think it works very, very well. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, uh, it keeps with – so the other things that people uh, have come to know and love about your brokerage, the the really, like, personal community touch, the agents who deeply care about the, the people who they're serving, that all remains the same. Yeah, that was – I can tell you, that was my number one concern – when I went through this transition to franchise, because when you franchise, obviously people think of franchises as being national. This one happens to be international, one of the very few that are international. And it was the big concern for me knowing that I grew up here. I, I am a Thurston County guy. I grew up in Aberdeen originally mm-hmm. until I got into high school. So I'm this I'm this Northwest Olymp- Olympic Peninsula guy, right? Mm-hmm. And all of my clientele, all of the agents that work here, we've all been this local group of people. So my biggest concern was what was the community going to think? All of a sudden now I have this international brand. And so... It was very important to me in messaging to make to make it very well known that nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Matter of fact, this gives me greater opportunities to serve this local area with I have way more tools at this point that my brokers can offer their clients. Mm-hmm. I have a way bigger reach, network reach, literally. We are getting people from all over the country now contacting this company to talk about Olympia, Lacey, Tumwater, Lewis County, Mason County. Right. We have I've I've never had that opportunity to where I'm I'm getting real estate owners, 
relocation uh, specialists from Colorado, from Oklahoma, from New York. They're calling this company now, yeah. sending referrals to us here yeah. for people that are looking to move to this area. And for me, that's that's what it's all about. We can do a really good job explaining what it's like to live here in this right. local market. So that's, for me, was the biggest thing that I felt was I could serve this community better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'm still owning it. Yeah. I'm still locally owned, right? Yeah. And I have all of the autonomy in the world, which yeah. has been great. Yeah. So kind of parlaying into that, we'll talk a little bit. We've talked a little bit about community. Um, can you talk now about why thurston talk why do you think that something like this podcast was something that you wanted to get into well first and foremost i think i know thurston talk when they first started um dan jones yeah and i know each other and dan and i grew up in aberdeen and oh wow so i i had known about thurston talk for many many years when they first got started the one and i was a huge marketer in the local newspaper here Green yeah. Realty Group was one of the largest advertisers in the newspaper for the local newspaper. And when Thurston Talk came about, it became very apparent based upon what's going on in the media world and what's going on with newspapers and whatnot. Now that everything is going online digitally and social media wise, I knew that to get a greater reach, I needed to have a way better digital presence locally. Thurston Talk really was the only one that I felt could really meet that need here right. in the local market. And so when I ended up as Green Realty, we, we've obviously been doing things with Thurston Talk for years. But when we got to the point when we're going to make this transition to Olympic Sotheby's International Realty, I knew it became even more important for me to be out there on this localized platform to be able to push the message for not just our company, but puts the message for the local community, other companies, um, other nonprofits and whatnot, different organizations, different events. Right. And I wanted, I just felt like I wanted to have some type of share in that experience. Yeah. So what I luckily had an opportunity to have Dan Jones sit and sit with my marketing team and come up with a concept of doing a podcast that my company has the opportunity to sponsor yeah and i just thought what a better way i mean there's it's the coolest thing for me to see the fact that we can go out digitally on this platform not just in thurston but dan's obviously got other platforms in other counties and i thought this is a great way for me to put the message out that we care about the local community we're going to be involved with the local community different organizations and events and dan's given us that platform to be able to do that yeah Final thing, uh, what do you uh, love about this community? Um, well, I think what do I not love about the community <laughs> would be a lot quicker yeah, question, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> because there's virtually... Top three. <laughs> yeah, virtually nothing. I mean, so I I grew up here. Um, I have seen this community change over the last 30, 35, 40 years. And what I love about it is everybody loves it here not just because they think it's the bedroom community of the Seattle market or the Portland market. Tell me a better place in this country where you can be within an hour's drive to a beach, to a mountain, to national forests. Absolutely. There is no other place. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, 
I just know that people that are here, they're here for a reason. They're here because they love the convenience of the community. They love the network of the community. There's so much diversity in this community. I love it. And every day you see something new. You see something different every day. It's a really easy story for me to tell of somebody that's looking to relocate here to the Pacific Northwest. It's it's an easy story to tell. Yeah. And so, um, hard not to like that. Yeah. Right? It makes it easy. Yeah. Boom, mic drop right there. Well, that is the best way to end this. So thank you, Jim, for coming. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, as you will see uh, in the future, we're going to bring podcasts. This podcast will get released every two weeks. We'll have different uh, well, different folks. Next podcast, we're actually talking to the, the folks who currently run the Tumwater Brewfest, which is turning into one of the biggest ones in not just Western Washington, like Washington State. So uh, we ho- those are the type of people we're going to bring in. We're going to bring in nonprofits to talk about some of the issues that we see in our community, hunger and homelessness, and how you can help and how they're helping. But the biggest thing about this Thurston Talk podcast is it's an opportunity for us to show you the different people and organizations that are making a huge difference in this community. Uh, we're proud to be able to sponsor with Olympic Sotheby's International Realty and the team here uh, because they are one of those organizations that's doing exactly that. So uh, hopefully you'll, you'll tune in and listen to some future podcasts. Jim, I want to thank you very much not only for supporting the show, but coming on the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for helping me. Wait to see what you guys do. Awesome, awesome. All right, folks. Talk to you soon.